Touchdown with Erin Masemola. On the bench with local legends. Your questions, your heroes. Welcome to the Touchdown with Aaron Masamola right here on the Joyride on OFM, the sound of your life for the last 35 years. Today we're focusing on our Paralympic athletes as well, athletes that have done well throughout the years. Today I'm joined by an incredible athlete, a man who has won gold for South Africa, of course, at the 2016 Paralympic Games in Rio de Janeiro. His name is Reynard Haman. Reynard, how are you doing today? Very well, thank you. How's it going? I'm doing very, very well. Thank you so much for joining us on The Touchdown. I would like for us to start our conversation here. Tell us a little bit about how you fell in love with the sport of athletics. I believe it started at around about the age of 13 for you. Yeah, no, definitely. It started at the age of 13 at Vistanova uh, Primary School um, in Rondebosch in Cape Town. And uh, it was pretty much one of those uh, days where the teacher was like, okay, it's uh, PE class now and, you know, everybody needs to try something. And, uh, yeah, I took the javelin and I pretty much threw it out the school ground. Absolutely beautiful. I suppose at such a young age, you were just having fun and not necessarily thinking about gold medals, eh? Yeah, no, I, think, I think at that stage it was about, you know, just doing sport and keeping active. Nice. Now, you competed in the F38 category. For those of us that don't necessarily understand the different code, codes of the Paralympics, what exactly does that mean? Okay, so the, the letter F uh, will stand for field. Um, and then obviously for the track athletes, it will be T. Uh, so the 38, the, the number 30 will mean athletes with cerebral palsy. And then the number 8 is the severity of the disability. All right. Thank you so much for educating us. I'd like to jump straight into the highlights of your career. Of course, there are so many to, to mention, but I would like for you to take us through some of those career highlights that when you achieved these moments, you were able to pat yourself on the back and say, I did a great job. Yeah, I think uh, there, there's quite a few, quite a few uh, highlights, but definitely... Uh, Rio 2016 gold medal will be the number one. Um, I think, you know, that that was such a, a important moment in my career, a important moment in my life. Um, you know, there, there's quite a, quite a few things going on, and uh, to still go out there, compete, and you know, bring back a gold medal for South Africa was was incredible. But I think uh, if I have to look at it as well, my uh, Making the the first international team um, for my career after ten years of competing, you know, never giving up, uh, never um, really trying to. I wouldn't say stray away from the goal, but the goal was always there. Uh, obviously, life throws you curveballs, but um, you know, the the goal's always there to represent your country, and I managed that after ten years. And uh, I went to I went to France and I went uh, international for the first time in my life. So that that was a really uh, iconic moment. But um, I think uh, ending ending my career at Paralympic Games was uh, was was up there with uh, Rio 2016. 
Definitely. I'd like to talk about some of the challenges and, and the difficulties that athletes have to deal with. I mean, you've gone through your own struggles in 2009. You almost left the sport completely after not qualifying for the 2008 Summer Paralympic Games. Let's talk a little bit about the mental side of, of sport and how incredibly difficult it is sometimes to just make it through some of those barriers and to remind yourself that you can actually do this. You know, as as, as a young athlete, I, I was of the opinion that Going to a sports psychologist is uh, for someone that has a has a problem mentally. Um, but after after my dad died uh, just before uh, Rio 2016, um, I, I hit a point in my in my career where you know I, I'm a 50 meter throw and I could hardly throw what is it 35 meters. And uh, my coach uh, saw saw the I would say saw the gap and uh, got me to to go see a sports psychologist and I I have to tell you now that was the most important move of my life Um, whether it be personally or as an athlete and um, now I swear by it and you know every single person that that competes doesn't matter whether it's athletics or or sports in general a sports psychologist is one of those mandatory items that I think one should be at uh, if it wasn't for a sports psychologist I think I would have ended my career before uh, before Rio 2016 so it, it's it's very important and um, and then obviously COVID hit and uh, level 5 lockdown happened and then uh, I started I still trained for the first week of level 5 lockdown and then and then everything spiraled like completely and utterly out of control. And when I looked again, I think I was 10 months down the road and I hadn't trained in 10 months. And then you have to you have to look at yourself and say, okay, what now? What's next? And um, I, I sent my coach, a lot of people don't know it, but I sent my coach um, a retirement letter before Tokyo and uh, said to him, listen, I'm done. I, I, I started uh, you know, presenting with symptoms of PTSD towards the sport, and he sent me to another guy, and uh, I am where I am today because because my coach uh, never never gave up on me and uh, pushed me in the right direction towards another sports psychologist. Absolutely beautiful. And that, of course, highlights the the challenges that many athletes are going through and, of course, the importance of the people around you as well. And I'm so happy that you had your coach and your sports psychologist that were able to help you on that journey as well. I would love for us to talk about your last Paralympic Games. And that was, of course, the 2020 um, Paralympic Games that took place in Tokyo. How special was that for you simply just to compete and to do what you love? Well, I think uh, Tokyo 2020 was uh, such a such a relief initially when they announced that they're going to shift it by one year because that automatically gave you an extra uh, 12 or 13 months to prepare, uh, where you lost those months uh, because of COVID and the and the lockdown restrictions. So you know, having it um, shifted by a year, <coughs> sorry, gave me. Uh, such a such a, a great motivation to be able to push through uh, and to push towards Tokyo, and then obviously the big announcement was that you made the team and you actually get to leave the country for the first time in a year. So it, it, it was incredible. The 
the experience in the build-up to to Tokyo was was once in a lifetime. It was it was probably the most um, toughest journey I've had to take. Um, being away from my family, my wife and my daughter for six weeks uh, prior to even leaving um, for Tokyo, and then obviously having to to then fly out. But Tokyo was well. It was I, I would say in, in some ways. Rio 2016 was better um, if we take away the the, the medal, um, but the people, the, the 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 village, everything was just was really incredible to be there. Uh, to to funny enough to experience a daily COVID test every single morning for for your time in the village. Um, I think uh, I, I definitely I, I would definitely say I'll do it again. Um, and the competition itself was was just out of this out of this world. I mean, it was I think it was 33 degrees. It was 90% humidity, and it felt like it was 50 degrees on the on the track. So um, it was extremely hot. Um, I've never ever felt heat like that before. And to just to compete there under those conditions um, was was mind blowing. Absolutely incredible. I would like for us to focus on the month that we are celebrating, and that's, of course, Global Disability Month. And for you as a Paralympian, somebody who lives with a disability, different challenges, of course, for each and every single person, I would love for you to share with me what makes a Paralympic athlete so incredibly unique throughout all the challenges that they face. I think I think determination, uh, goal-driven, is one of those one of those two things that stand out the most. You know, I, I I've, I've lived with uh, cerebral palsy my whole life. Um, it's not as if it's something that happened to me um, halfway through my life. So it, it it's it's nothing new. It's it's normal to me. But I I can definitely tell you that people, although although the perceptions have definitely changed um, as the years go on and people see and react to, to people with disability differently. Um, but I think the stigma still is there as, you know, people with disability, they are broken um, and and it's not the case. I mean, we have people with disabilities that are incredibly, incredibly smart, inc- incredibly intelligent. Um, and, you know, there's really nothing wrong with any of us that have disabilities, whether it be physical, uh, mentally, or, or, or anything else. Um, and to to have a, a month where we celebrate and, and bring awareness to people with disabilities, uh, whether it be uh, in South Africa or worldwide, is, is so important. And, uh, uh, you know, there, there was a very important uh, cause that was brought out during uh, Tokyo 2020, and that's called We the 15. Um, and it's just incredible to, to know that there's so many people in the world that have a disability. Um, and, and, you know, the world needs to tap into that. Uh, I, I'm very lucky uh, to, to have been given a, an amazing opportunity with the company that I'm working for, um, where I'm the brand and marketing ambassador and I head up a, a, a department for the, whole, for the whole country. So, you know, people with disabilities do not need to be underestimated. We need to be... Um, seen as equal and and that's exactly what uh, Paralympic sport is there and 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 the name of, of Paralympics and that is uh, para, parallel to to the Olympic Games so we're on equal footing and equal standing 
to to everybody people absolutely beautiful a last question from my side are there any words of encouragement or inspiration that you would like to share with a young athlete that might have different challenges possibly a, diff- a disability and that would love to achieve what you achieved in 2016 and that's of course winning a paralympic gold medal definitely i think um, i think my my words of wisdom if i can put it like that is something that I take for myself and that's never ever giving up on a goal uh, no matter how far the goal is uh, how far it is away from you or how high you set that that, uh, that goal always have small little steps and small little goals um, in, in the process to get to your main goals and never ever give up on yourself uh, always keep pushing yes life throws curveballs but you know keep your eyes on the main goal and and just press forward absolutely beautiful Reynard I'd like to thank you so much for joining me on the touchdown today and of course thank you for the amazing work that you've done on and off the track as a Paralympian for South Africa and of course being such a phenomenal brand ambassador for our country thank you so much thank you touchdown with Erin Masimola on the bench with local legends OFM Sport, the personalities behind the plays.